Hello, Russell fans. Clint Charisma. Hey, that's me. Today I'm with Jeremiah Plunkett. Yellow again, everybody. Jeremiah Plunkett from Clint Charisma. And once again, we are smack dab along ringside and ready to go with another big week of the Territorial Wrestling Review Podcast. And Quentin, how you doing, my friend? Uh, hanging in there. That's about the general answer. At least you're not negative this week. <laughs> I think I think we got past a lot of the bad that we were going through, so hopefully things are looking better going forward. I don't know. <laughs> well, this, despite your obviously not sunny disposition, we're going to head forward with our first match of the week. Brought to us by a newcomer that we both used because I scrambled on the fly, uh, Arthur Psycho over on YouTube. We're going to start with Quentin's match. That is a really interesting one that I'm excited to see because I've never seen one of these men's work. It's Steve Regal versus the. Hold Mon- on, you said you never seen them, neither of me, neither of these men's work. No, one of these men's work. Oh, that's neither. I was like, hold on, what? Yeah, no, that, the Steve Regal okay. versus the Mongolian Baller. No, absolutely, I've seen Steve Regal. <laughs> huh? But if get, I'm I broke, sorry, I broke, I broke point on that one. But if you guys will get ready and get all triple zeroed out, we're gonna hit play and get started in three, two. One play. All right. Well, what happened? Okay. What? You got like an intro? Yeah. Okay. I was like, oh, is this, is this uh, Otto Wants' group? I'm trying to look that up right now because I, I am not sure. I think it is. Mm, I don't I think so. I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. No, Wrestler is Welsh wrestling. Welsh, okay. Oh, here it comes. Mongolian Muller. So you worked with this guy. Like he he worked in the area, right? Yeah, actually you said he lived yeah. in Murfreesboro. Yeah. He didn't work much in this area at all. I'm trying to see what flag that is. <laughs> Mongolia, obviously. I guess. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't know what a Mongolian flag looks like anyway. It looks odd. The Mongolian Mauler, and he's got an Alabama state flag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was a character boy. Whew, in real I thought, life. I thought you said he had a, the ponytail gimmick on the back. No, he's always had the little thing on the front. Oh. I think I always thought the Mongol gimmick had the shaved head and ponytail, kind of like Reno. Yeah, he just went went different. (laughs) Regal got a nice little windbreaker there. Yeah, (laughs) babyface Regal. Always got he picked up. He's got somebody's flag. He was waving. (laughs) Whoa, hold on. I'm wondering if he had. I'm assuming this is before. Okay, this is April of '90, so he had. Oh, Regal's wrestling is Steve Jones. Yeah, okay. And it's in Canarfin. Excuse me? <laughs> it, yeah, it's, it's wherever they're at. It's, uh, it's a royal town in Wales. Okay. Hmm. So Regal started, what, 91, 92? I think 92. In 92, he started in WCW, wasn't it? Or 93. 
It was, not, it was around that time. It was 92 or 93. But uh, so this one, he's just going around being an international heavyweight. Yeah. Just work, work, and work, find work. Trying, trying to get his. Oh, we got a national anthem going here. I wish I could hear it. <laughs> yeah, did he do that gimmick singing the? I did. Only, he only worked like two or three times around here. He never. He didn't work hard a lot. A lot around here. And I did look up and to verify that is the Mongolian flag. Okay. We're in the butcher. The old, the old one strap. He's got good style. Sorry, big side headlock. Oh, on your top wrist lock. Oh. I'm wondering if this is rounds or. I don't know. We'll find out here in a minute. <laughs> oh, top wrist lock. Oh, back to a side headlock. <laughs> He's complaining about something. Anything? I ain't got no hair back there. <laughs> yeah, he grabbed his horn. You see? Yeah, I, I can see the horn every now and then. Yeah, it's really small. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to tell and get to a close up of him. The quality so, is the best on this. Like so, how much how much do you know about like him and like so was he? I assume he is making a living at wrestling at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he to, was, to go all the way to Wales. Well, he did a lot of Africa stuff too. Right. A lot of Europe and Africa. Big chops in the corner. Reverse it, chops. Whip him off. Boom! Oh, nice drop kick. Oh, tied up in the ropes. Exactly. I mean, he, he did that great, yeah. Yep. Those ropes got to be loose, too. Yeah, they are. He got them himself. <laughs> Clothesline. So there's a lot of kids in the audience. Whoa, did that just speed up real fast on you? Yeah, that was, re that was really weird. I wonder if that's like a weird tape transfer thing. Pro something. You know, <laughs> this, this may be a uh, one of those vacation towns. Probably, because there's a lot of kids in the audience he's begging off and those ropes are, are super springy now oh break the eyes take a big buckle <laughs> regal selling is, is still good but it's way more low-key when he's baby face yeah especially oh, young there's no gimmick on the uh, on that turnbuckle. He just rammed his head into it. Did you notice that? Uh-uh. There's no no long pad. No. Uh -uh. Which again, you know, you know, oh, well, you, got, back on. you got to take it off. Yeah. Yep. Rush putting it back on. And Shoots which you know, off. I love those those shoot pads. Oh. Look on the back of the head. He turned. You see that? Yeah. Ow. I don't know what. I don't know if he knew what he was going to give him, or he just turned to protect himself for something. I don't know. Don't Keep be another foot. Okay, thank God. Oh, crossbody. So it's obviously first first fall, no rounds. 
Ja. Wow. One bump comeback, is that all we get? I, gotta, <laughs> I guess this is going to be like a back and forth. They're working like this is a uh, a paid show at a at a fair. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, what I was saying. Uh, they're what, they're yeah. at a holiday resort. They're paid entertainment. Yep. yep, exactly. Exactly what this is has to be. That's back off. Get back on him. Oh, break break, break the whole chest and belly. It's getting on him now. Snapmare. Oh, whoa. Big elbow. Them ropes. <laughs> I'd be afraid to hit them. I'm afraid to keep going. <laughs> they, they look like they're really tight garden hose. <laughs> I don't know if they're really loose. Ooh. Double thrust. And hit them with the, with the big Tracy. Let's see what we got now. Another big buckle. Boom. Oh, block it. Look at the people. Oh, yeah. Milk, milk, milk. Milk, milk, milk. Yeah. This, is, this is such a holiday camp show. I guess it's all kids up there. Oh. Good. Ouch. Caught him with the boot. Cut him back off. That other buckle just fell down, too. It did, didn't it? <laughs> Are you going to shoot him into it? Oh. <laughs> What's the rev getting on to him for? He just shot him and hit him. His false thing fell off. Now he's biting him. Shoot him in again. Well, big reversal. Well, he's like, he does, he has some people before every, oh, another boot. That, he's he's doing the, the super baby face. This is like a Tennessee yeah. match. It's funny. Oh, over the top. Yeah, it's like all kids out there. Oh, we got a chair. Oh, oh, where's it right back of the head? Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, good God. There's them old hard plastic chairs, too. I want to uh, oh. see, see when Regal's next Q&A podcast is. Oh, who's this? Well, I mean, judging by the tights, it's obviously Tony Mamaluke. Who is it? Some, oh. It's little Guido. <laughs> Little Guido's daddy. I mean, he's just getting in the way. He's not. He's not really doing anything. I mean, I, th I think those are Italian tights. They may not be. Oh, he's messing up a good brawl. Well, <laughs> now he's just—he's like, <laughs> yeah, I'll do it when they just mess up a good brawl. Oh, he's taking his jacket, his jacket off now. His windbreaker. They had the same windbreaker. They're obviously a tag team. Okay. He ain't got his black eyes. Did you notice that? Oh yeah, because he used to have those contact gimmicks. Yeah. Well, when did he get those though? This is yeah. I was about to say this is ninety. I saw him in ninety-two and he had them. So, oh, here comes that chair. So, what was the outcome? Because I, th I think thrown it's thrown out. Oh, what are you throwing in the ring? They have. I think it looks like an advertisement around the guardrails. Okay, no, he just took it off. 
Yeah, it's all kids. <laughs> hey, I think that thing may be the guardrail. Yeah, the guardrail is like that sitting in safety cones. Yeah, it's like you see, it's a, it's a cone. What the crap? <laughs> yeah, it looks like it's the cone has little things on top and it's like yeah. slats put into oh, it. That was it. Yeah, that was it. That was I wild. Guess that was... Figured, I guess they figured that's a kid's show. We don't need <laughs> I mean, they're, they're learning to work for the crowd they're in front of, that's for sure. Oh, man. <laughs> well, that was interesting. No, that's uh, fine. The, um, yeah, that was definitely a paid show somewhere because it was like all kids and stuff. And so. Yeah. I wish the dude wasn't uh, interrupting them because they was, looked like they were just getting a good little brawl going on the outside, finally. <laughs> so. Yeah, they didn't want to get too violent, you know, for the kids. Yeah, still, yeah. I don't know. That was all right for what it was. It was basically a simple little match. Just to entertain the crowd, the kids, you know? Yep. You know, so, wasn't bad. <laughs> Those, the, them turnbuckle pack things, covers kept falling off. <laughs> you know, that ring just wasn't, I don't know. I don't know about that ring. Uh, I, I've heard a lot of times, you know, well, A, they set up the rings the day of, depending on how long they're there. You know, sometimes they'd yeah. be there for a week. But sometimes yeah. they'd hit one holiday camp, set up, go to another one, do a double shot, tear down, set up. And- yeah. You know, just like hitting multiple fair shows and stuff like that. So we, we are going to stay in the UK. <laughs> th- this time, uh, pre- presumably, just judging by the footage in England. Uh, the match is also brought to us by Arthur Psycho. The match is Kendo Nagasaki versus Colin Joinson, uh, or Bullfrog Colin Joinson. <laughs> um, actually, actually, it's Bulldog, but the yeah. uh, Arthur put in the description Bullfrog. Um <laughs> I, I do want to give two warnings. One, I'm a little upset. I did, obviously didn't know the year when I selected this. I kind of did it on the fly. It's Kendo Nagasaki after he already took off his match, which my uh, mask, which is kind of a bummer. Um, and also, just judging from the beginning of this, it looks like this is not a good tape transfer. It may clear up as the video goes on, but right at the beginning, it looks very pixelated. Uh, do you have an ad at the beginning? Uh, I don't. Two long ads would let me skip. Oh, wow. Well, no, I do not currently, but, you know, yeah. that, that may change as we got them in. Are you where you can get zeroed out, though? Yeah, give me one second. All right. All right. Yep. I'm ready. All right, guys, let those ads play and then come back to us, and we'll hit play in three, two, one, play. Oh, World Results. Report logo. Uh, volleyball? I think soccer. Well, maybe, maybe, uh, and I don't know what that is. Um, but, yeah, so World of Sport wasn't just a wrestling show. That wasn't the name of the wrestling show. It, World of Sport oh, was just an, just <laughs> Yeah, it was just an hour. Oh, here we go. That's not, that's not terrible. It's definitely, no. it's definitely was before HD. <laughs> I like this ring, too. It, this is very similar to the Continental Ring with the stars. This I, I can't tell her stars on mine. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, yeah. It's the, the blue matte white stars. I see the blue matte. I see white. It's the, but I can't tell what it is. I'm thinking that might so be a 14 foot ring too. It looks small, but then it can, could be the camera angle. Because I tell you, some 16s look small at different angles. Yeah. He's got a little. Ref, he's got a manager there. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not familiar with the, the manager's name. I've seen him on stuff, but I, I'm not familiar with his no, name. Really, umbrella. 
Is that I was like they got ref three referees or that or that just corner of ten cornermen. Cor- they they each have a corner now. Okay. Gotcha. Is that a is he got a bucket? Is it a bucket? Look by the bulldog guy the yeah, yeah. It, it, it's like boxing. They have like spit buckets with a big thing of water and okay. Hidden oxide. He's got a spencing mask on. <laughs> bulldog joints. Oh, bullfrog joints. He, he kind of reminds me of Bulldog Don Kent. <laughs> got about the same build. Oh, this guy, he's all fluffy dove. He's got makeup and everything on. And he's got a few sequins on his jacket. Has he got like a little thing of hair in the very beginning, at the top, uh, front there? No, he's got a crazy head tattoo. Oh, is it? Yeah. Huh. Well, that's really different. Oh, and he's got the, he has the Mongol gimmick in yeah, the back. He, he, yeah, he has the ponytail on the back, yeah. Wow. You didn't see many people with head tattoos back then. Yeah, and whenever this was. He put his hand out to shake, and he didn't shake. He bowed. So, okay. Hey, yeah, live in the gimmick, even though he's obviously not, not Asian. He's going to roll through. Yep. Personal. Oh, I wonder if Kendo is a baby face this time. Little hump cell there. (laughs) Oh, oh. He's got him. Oh, what? Oh, oh, sweet. Yeah, I mean, he, he was slick. He wasn't the best wrestler in. In Britain, but he's still super, super good. Yeah, that was nice. Oh, I tried to roll out, and he kept it on. And he is definitely wow. one of the, the biggest attractions. It was a gimmick. They didn't have a lot of gimmicks. You know? Exactly. Oh, oh hey. well, he hit the ropes, but stop. <laughs> he got a cravat? Uh, not really. He just kind of has him. He just, yeah, he just kind of has him in a clinch. <laughs> he hit the ropes, but then stopped. <laughs> and that, now it's more of a cravat with the head placement. Oh, nice roll through. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to keep that in mind. I'm going to steal that. That was neat. Oh, what? well. I got some smooth stuff on there. Oh, they go for a big bill and he hooked him. Yeah, just held on to it, hooked him back down. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Oh, he ain't, he ain't breaking it. He keeps trying to counter it, but he can't. Oh, big uh, arms. Yep, Ken does the heel. <laughs> oh, oh, a little kick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think he just jabbed him. Don't they get fouls caught on them and over there? Yeah, they're supposed to let him get up. Uh, I can't tell if there's a. Okay, it looks like he didn't get him a warning because he would have had to notify the announcer. Well, 
There you go. Let's build him out. Yeah, they do those, those ricochet bills all the time. Oh, needing. He's choking. Yeah, that, that, that knee, knee looks a bit like a crotch to the face, but. Well, <laughs> belly stomp. Yeah, he's definitely healed because he's cheating like crazy now. <laughs> oh, here comes. Yeah, they're chanting something. He's holding this. No, oh, Bulldog's ready now. They got him in. They got him in the front clinch. Drove him back in the corner. Get some little, little short, short shoulders there. Boom. Is he supposed to feed out or something? Because he stood there for a minute waiting. Yeah, there's something going going a little weird here. I think he's supposed to feed out. He did. <laughs> Got him in a little bar yeah. choke right there. Whips him off. Tackle. <laughs> another another one bump comeback. I'm just not on the same page right now. <laughs> They're not blowing too well. They were beginning, but now, now it's a little hit or miss a little bit. Maybe we'll get back onto it now. There you uppercut. go. Bring him back with a big lifter. There you go. Another big uppercut. Another third one. Oh, oh. no, he's choking him. No, he's now he's the hill. <laughs> Was that the one thing you always tried to get down but just couldn't quite get down? I couldn't ever get it. Man, that was horrible. Uh, I, re I remember your difficulties. With them. You, you always tried them. You loved that lifter, yeah. didn't you? Well, you can never get it. Oh. Straight arm lever. Got the old wrist. Oh, there you go. That was nice. Oh. Colin joins it. Looks like, a looks like a crusty old vet, too. Yeah, I bet he is, yeah. I tell you, like I said, he's, old. he's an old vet at this time. Was he choking him? Uh, he's not supposed to attack him when he's down. So this will give him an opportunity to get up, unless you're doing a, a follow-up attack. Well, ref well I don't know. This they haven't done. They haven't paused for rounds, have they? Mm -mm. They must have gone one fall and, and went more American style on all these. No, they're now, now they're out of round. Is this That's the first long. one? Yeah, it's been long. Okay, it must have been a five-minute round. Yeah, it's a long round. He's selling whatever they're chanting. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes sense. Uh, it looks like they cut the break period out. That's good. Yeah, they cut something. They trimmed it out. He's still selling the, the chants. I'd be okay if rounds got over in America. I, I could use that break. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. I ain't coming out. <laughs> oh, 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 no. Ooh, another one. Boom. Oh, oh, he's going to the ropes. I wonder if Kendo Nakasaki's well at this time. I seem to remember a story like him getting sick or something. Maybe he didn't, but. Oh, big knee. He just doesn't seem like he used to. Oh, got him up high. Big time when he dropped. This is my first time I've ever actually seen him work. 
a whole match. I never watched a whole match of his. Yeah, I, I hate that your, your introduction is without the mask. Yeah, I've always seen him with the mask. I don't know if he was going for a backdrop, like the big boot. Oh, shoots him off. Oh, give the old brother's backdrop. You see that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every, every time, anytime I see somebody feed like that, I'm like, oh, great. This is going to look ugly. <laughs> oh, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, we just slung him on the rope. That looked good. Was that? Oh, he gave up. Yep, he gave up. That's a crazy gave little up. octopus type stretch. That was neat. I like that. That was really cool looking. And this must be one one fall too. Because they're. Wow. Already announcing the winner and ushering an old brother out. Yeah. Oh, I hate that we, we can't hear it because I believe the rest of it is promo. Yeah. Well, he's selling the, he's selling his ears again. I've uh I've scrolled a little forward with the preview thing. Uh-huh. It's legit all promo. Do you want to go ahead and cut it? Yeah, that's fine. All right. We'll go ahead and cut this one, guys. Feel free to go ahead and watch it at home if you can listen to it with sound. It's just kind of a waste of our uh -oh, time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't cut it yet. Don't cut it yet. Somebody's coming in. Uh-oh. Somebody's hot coming in. Yeah, somebody needs to bulk up a little bit before they start talking. That <laughs> dude's skinny. Jesus. Hey, it's England's middleweight or whatever it is. <laughs> Junior middleweight, <laughs> whatever they get. I thought I was going to say some action. Oh, well. He just, oh, no, was he taking off? Well, I thought he'd take his shirt off. Well. He, he just straightened it a little bit. It was a little wrinkly. Oh, I thought I was going to see some action. Red was apparently the color tonight. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody wear your red night. <laughs> shaking his finger at him. <laughs> you gonna come out of that hot dude? Do something. <laughs> Just don't. Well, that's that was disappointing. <laughs> I mean, you you begged us to continue. Well, I figured you hit the ring that hot. You gonna do something besides grab the mic and start talking? <laughs> Maybe they'll get it to a scrap on the floor, maybe. <laughs> well, I guess not. <laughs> you, de you deserve that. <laughs> well, I just saw dude, I figured, hey, you know. <laughs> you know, I mean. So that's a, that, that was a fun match. It was right. you, I've totally lost you. Oh, great. What a good time to lose sound. Can you hear me okay. now? I got you now. All right. But no, all I'll say was that was a good match. It, it was weird seeing it, A, one fall, but B, the fact that it was later Kendo, but still, I mean, at least you finally got a Kendo's Nagasaki match in the books. Yeah. That wasn't bad. It was good. It was it was a good basic British match. You know, they didn't do nothing crazy. You know what I'm saying? 
they kept it really simple. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, it wasn't bad. I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was, it was good. It was enjoyable. You got next week's picked out yet? Oh, I do. I do. <laughs> do you? Um, I I did, but I'm going to change it so I can uh, – I already got, I got mine, so go ahead with yours. All righty. Well, next week, I, I just happen to find this. Um, it's a little, it's actually, no, it's, it's really not longer. It's the, the exact same time, you know, your match was, um, this is brought to us by our friends over at CWA Memphis. Uh, and it's a special yeah. treat that I haven't seen before. I'm trying to see the upload date here, see if it's relatively new, but I can't tell. Um, but this is from, let's see, February 5th, 1985, all Japan pro wrestling. Jerry Lawler and Jimmy Valiant versus Ishikawa and Kabuki. Okay. And, and I checked right. and it was a full match, but the king in all Japan, Jimmy yeah. Valiant in all Japan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested. Wasn't in uh, Dynamite Kids book? He. Um, I've never read Dynamite Kids book. Yeah, he talked about how about Lawler and Valiant being over there and how they were so out of place and all this, but, but look who it's coming from. I mean, somebody just, you know. I mean, I could see it. I, I can see it. This is going to be a really crazy Styles clash. Granted, it may not be that bad because they're in there with Kabuki. I don't know Ishikawa that well, but Kabuki's a gimmick. Well, yeah. So they could get some leeway with that. But wow. All right. You want my pick? No, don't care. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's my, my pick. Okay. It's from March 25th, 1989. Shogun and Samurai versus the Mason Dixon Connection, Memphis, Tennessee. Who's it brought to us by? Memphis Wrestling Video Vault. The Mason Dixon Connection. Tracy Smothers and uh, I forgot his name. <laughs> uh, John Paul. <laughs> oh, okay. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And Shogun is, I can't remember which one. Shogun is, is um, what's his name? Oh, New Japan guy, big guy from the 90s. Hashimoto? Yeah. That one, he was over here. His excursion. Wonder if he's if he's a stiff here. I don't know, but yeah, that's that's my pick right there. So right on, that'll be <laughs> that'll be good. Huh? Hey, look look at us both uh both going back to Memphis. You actually went back to Memphis, and I just took Memphis guys <laughs> and put them in Japan. Yeah, and, 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 and we have two Memphis tag teams working Japanese guys. Yeah, exactly. You got there's, Memphis guys working in Japan. I got Japan guys working in Memphis. <laughs> so, that's weird. Yeah. That's weird how that worked out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this was not planned, ladies and gentlemen. This just kind of happened. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I had another match picked out, and I was it was a little long, so I was like, I'm gonna go for a shorter one. And I was just scrolling up, and I saw I was like, whoa! In my little collection there of of um, matches to use, and I saw I was like, that that's a, it's a TV match, so it should be should be pretty good. I'm sure I saw it, but I don't. <laughs> it's been so long, I have no idea. You know. I wonder if we'll get it to see any of uh, Tracy Smothers' Southern Karate. Yeah, because the thumbnail, he looks like they're doing it. <laughs> looks like they're having. A... I love the Southern Karate. It was like super kicks and back fists. Yeah, it looks like they're having a duel, a, a standoff right now on the thumbnail of it. <laughs> awesome. Oh man, so. I can't, I can't wait, man. All right, no. so we've got our stuff for next week. Uh, we, we're cutting down on time for this first half, so we will go ahead and let you go and have you listen to a few uh, messages from our friend, friends of the podcast, and we will be back with the second half of the Territorial Wrestling Review Podcast. You've probably heard us mention CrowbarPress.com. 
but let's get real for a moment. Scott Teal is CrowbarPress.com. Scott has been writing about professional wrestling since 1968 and has edited, written, and published more than 100 books on the subject. Scott was also honored by both the Cauliflower Alley Club and the George Tragus Luthez Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame for his contributions as a professional wrestling historian and journalist. All this to say, Scott knows his stuff. But if you're not a big reader, hey, that's okay. CrowbarPress.com also has DVDs, magazines, photos, posters, and t-shirts, all fit for you or the old school wrestling fan in your life. So please, do us a favor and support our friend, friend of the show, Scott Teal, by visiting CrowbarPress.com, professional wrestling legends in print and video. The National Wrestling Alliance and Fight brings you the ultimate streaming service for everything NWA. This is NWA All Access. For just $49.99 a year, you'll get every single NWA pay-per-view, NWA Power days before the rest of the world, NWA USA, and special fight-exclusive content. All the pay-per-views, all the action, all the power. For only $49.99 a year, that's a savings of over $100 versus just ordering everything alone. To subscribe, visit fight.tv today. That's F-I-T-E TV. Join the thousands of fans that have already subscribed to the toughest brand in professional wrestling. The NWA, wrestling as it's meant to be. Like WWE Raw, but without the budget, WMF Medium Rare captured the chaos of live wrestling mayhem federation hardcore events held throughout Rutherford County, Tennessee in the early 2000s. This weekly series was produced by our good friend, Multimedia Monte Carlo a local TV personality turned pro wrestling manager who would threaten to edit fans from the broadcast if they didn't give him his proper respect. So fast forward nearly 20 years later and Mr. Carlo has brought WMF Medium Rare to YouTube. Mr. Carlo has painstakingly went back to the vault to bring this cult classic wrestling promotion back for a new generation of fans to witness. Check out WMF Medium Rare's channel over on YouTube and tell them we sent you. Wrestling at the Chase is back August 27th and 28th as the NWA returns to the historic Chase Park Plaza Hotel in St. Louis, Missouri for NWA 74. Two nights of incredible action featuring title offenses from all the NWA champions. Plus, NWA wrestling legends will be in the Coruscant Ballroom for NWA's 74th anniversary extravaganza. Tickets are moving fast, so get yours now at nwatix.com. That's nwatix.com. The NWA, wrestling as it's meant to be. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second half of the Territorial Wrestling Review. Quentin, while we uh, took our little break, um, I, I perused Twitter um, and happened to see where Real William Regal uh, spoke about this match, actually, back in 2014. Found a picture from the match, and it says, Me as a Welshman, Steve Jones, hmm. versus the Mongolian Mauler with Brian George Dixon as the referee in 1990. And then obviously he, at least at one point kept up with uh, the Mongolian Mahler um, because somebody asked about him and he said he works in a bar in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. He's, that's old. That's old information. <laughs> well, as of 2014. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause that's, about, well, yeah, that's eight years ago. So yeah, that probably about still right then. So yeah. But no, I thought that was pretty interesting. And speaking of which, you said that you had a story about the Mongolian Mahler. I have several, but this is one that always sticks in my head. So <laughs> this was uh, springtime of 93 um, on Saturdays. I was booked in Lewisburg, Tennessee. And Marcus Woodrow would come down 
and pick me up on the way down. And some days we'd just go mess around for he could go early. We'd go mess around for we'd have to get to Lewisburg and everything. And every now and then Chris would need a ride, so we'd go and pick Chris up. So it was one of the days Chris needed a ride. Chris Champion. So, <laughs> so Woodrow picks me up. We head on. Picks me up in Mountain Juliet. So we head on down to Nashville. Over off Marshall Road, where Chris lived at in his apartments. We pull in, pull into Chris's apartment, and we look over. We know there's Mitch, Mitch Rogers' car sitting there, and we look over. <laughs> I still see this image to this day, perfectly clear. Peter R. Miller is sitting there with for, sunglasses for those on. Un, for those uninitiated, Peter R. Miller is the Mongolian mower. Yeah, it's the yeah. Peter R. Miller is the Mongolian mower. So he's got sunglasses on. He's staring straight forward, ain't looking around and moving or nothing, just staring straight. And <laughs> Marcus goes, Oh, there's Peter R. Miller. I said, Huh? So we get out, we go into Chris's, and uh, Chris lets us in. I said, Hey, did you know Peter R. Miller's out here in the parking lot? And, and, and Chris says, Yeah. And I, I overhear a voice, Yeah, tell me about it. And I was like, so, because when Chris came in his apartment, that little studio apartment had a little galley kitchen you had to walk in through first. You had to go down and then got to the rest of the apartment. When we got to the other side of the, the kitchen, I saw Mitch Ryder over there sitting. I said, oh, he's with you? He said, unfortunately. And he said, guys, I've been trying to get rid of him since the show last night. And we're like, what? He's like, I was, I, I came in the actual town, somewhere in Alabama. And he said, and Peter R. Miller was on the card and asked if anyone's going back to Nashville tonight. And he says, I'm going back in the morning. And he goes, well, can I get a ride with you? He said, okay, fine. So, <laughs> he said, so he picked him up. They went eight. <laughs> went eight at KFC. Mitch said he had like two, three plates. And he said that <laughs> Peter R. Miller would <laughs> get up every time and go tuck his push his chair in. So Mitch thought that they were done. So Mitch would go get up and grab his coat. Peter Miller would go and get another plate. <laughs> he said he did it. He said he went like nine times. <laughs> and Mitch said every time he thought they were getting ready to leave. <laughs> so they were there for like an hour and a half. <laughs> so then Chris, he said, he said Mitch said, hey, uh, I got to drop you off. And he said, where do you mean drop me off? He's like, oh, it's, it's wherever. And Mitch's like, I need to drop you off somewhere. He's like, where are you going to Nashville? And Mitch is like, dude, I can take you wherever you need. Yes, you just let me know. He wouldn't tell him where to drop him off at. So he's like, he said, well, I'll go to Chris's. I'll drop him off at Chris's. And Chris is like, you ain't dropping him off here with me. He would not get out of Mitch's car. Did did he like, did he have nowhere to go? We don't know. He was just really um What's the word? Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the word. Is it eclectic? Is that what the word I'm looking for? Maybe. I don't know. What's eclectic mean? <laughs> uh, I'll be honest. I, I'm uneducated. I don't know. Okay. Uh. He just—he was really odd. He's a really odd. He was a really odd fellow. So, so every time you've ever talked about him through all these years, and even as you told this story. Oh, my dog's story. Well, just real quick. You've always called him by his full name. Why is that? Everybody called him Peter R. Miller. I don't know. I don't know. Everybody, oh, Peter R. Miller. 
<laughs> it, it, it is so weird that the middle initial is stuck in there. Yeah, too. I know. It's not I just know. Peter Miller or Peter or Pete. Yeah. Peter or Miller. Uh, yeah, I know. I don't, it's just one of those things. I don't, you know. So he, he won't get out of Mitch's car. Chris, like, dude, I'm sorry. We got to go. We got to go listen. So Mitch is stuck with him in his car. So we were like, Mitch was following us. And we go to some little gas station at the bottom of the hill, the part where Chris lived. And we go on this gas station. I guess he figured Mitch would try to hem him off into our car, I guess. So we're going in and get stuff to drink. We look up. Here he comes in the store. And we're sitting there getting our stuff. Marcus is there at the, I think, already paying the cash register. And it's Chris. Then I'm behind Chris. And we're right there. And it's it's one of those little bitty, oh, my gosh. I don't even know if they have any more. Um, they're just like... You get like those, you get like three people in it at one time. I mean, they were tiny. Um, they were yeah. So it's, it's like a Mur- it's like a Murphy USA gas station. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we're sitting there and just and he ain't saying a word. He just looks out and sees the, the surveillance camera and he goes, "This is Peter R. Miller here with Chris Asper Smith here in Nashville." And Chris goes, "Kayfabe, brother, I might have warrants." <laughs> I said, "Oh God, I'm about to die." <laughs> my god just blazing out the shoot name too wow yes yes and marcus marcus was like we gotta go chris paid for his stuff and I, since i got my stuff marcus said we're not letting chris said, do not let him get in this car he got back and come back outside and got back in mitch's car <laughs> we got mark's car and we took off we just, i don't know whatever happened how he ever got rid, rid of <laughs> but he wouldn't leave Wow. Oh, crazy, crazy, crazy. That is wild. Yeah. yeah it, I mean, it was where we were just sitting there and he wasn't see just in there standing there in the line. He ain't saying nothing. It looks at like that camera just busts out the promo with the shoot names. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. 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 So I was like, whoa. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So like I said, I don't know. Uh, I mentioned by he got rid of him eventually. I just don't know how it happened. <laughs> but yeah, that was my my one of my one of my Peter R. Miller stories. And probably a safer one to tell. No, the other one was uh, when he about he tried to he was going to fight Chuck Casey in the locker room in Lewisburg. That was pretty entertaining. So besides that, yeah, that's probably the funniest one. <laughs> that was a that was a wild story. Many many twists yeah. and turns. But now we're. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. When we pull up, he's. I mean, it ain't like he's sitting there looking around, you know, waiting. He didn't go into Chris's apartment. Yeah, he's not. He's not hanging out. He's just sitting awkwardly. Yeah, just looking for sunglasses on. (laughs) So yeah, it just. When I said he's a character, I mean he. He was a character. So I'm excited because this is quickly becoming my favorite part of the podcast. And I figure there's two people who, two types of people who listen to this podcast. Three types, three types. The third type is not very many. But of that, not very many. The the two types are the ones who like to listen to our, our match reviews and the two who just like to listen to us BS. That's why I'm so happy that the podcast has been separated into two times, two parts. But this is be- quickly becoming my favorite part. Ladies and gentlemen, as I've told you, I do not watch current professional wrestling. I just have other things. And at some point in time, Quentin became a fan of modern wrestling, and I became more of a fan of old school wrestling. Somewhere, he and I flip-flopped. So my favorite part 
of our podcast is quickly becoming Quentin's review of AEW. You did watch this week, right? Normally, I always ask you, but... Yeah, I did. All right. So, I I did go ahead and pull up the match listing because I I didn't even know. Usually, I know a little something that's happening. I didn't know anything on this one. You got the Forbes? Yeah, I did, actually. (laughs) I did. That's what popped up. Um, So, I'm going to start with... I'm going to go in order of of the match listings here. But if there's a promo or something that's not listed because it's just matches... Yeah. Let me know, and, and we'll discuss that. Um, so did it open with this coffin match? Yes. Because I, I know they like doing that sometimes. Big match right off the bat. Yep. Uh, yep. So coffin match, Darby Allen and Brody King. Whew. That's brutal, man. man brutal ooh. good or brutal bad? Brutal is in hurt brutal. Right. Yeah. It just so oh. – right from the get-go, man, he hits uh, Brody King with a skateboard with thumbtacks in it. Oh. Oh. Man, he did that to uh, Ricky Starts about a year ago, I feel like. Yeah, I just remember he hit, man, he, Brody King hit a gusher, dude. Oh, my gosh. And it never stopped the whole time. The whole match. Was it, was it hard way or did he go down and? No, he had, that was, had to be, a, it had to be, he had to gig. There's just no, yeah. I mean, the way it was, it was crazy. The, so, um, so I'm assuming Darby Allen probably took bumps that are going to end his life. Yeah, um, I'm trying to remember. Um, they had too much interference crap. You know, it's like the big dude don't need any help beating Darby Allen. You know, but they send out <clears throat> the other black face, whatever they are. <laughs> what are they? Uh, House of Black. House of Black, there you go. <laughs> I think that's what it is, something of black. Yeah, I thought it was black something. Anyway, so they send them out and uh, the... One that used to, what's his name? Oh, crap. Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy, there you go. Or Buddy Matthews now, I think. But Yeah, yeah. So he beats him up and everything, and he got, he beats him, just leaves him, just decimates him. Uh, sets him in the corner. Murder King hits the big running cannonball in the corner, and I guess it knocks him out. He hit Darby with it and knocked him out, supposedly. Like, like for a shoot or the, the angle of the match? Then on the match, so he's down. Um, so Matthew's gonna have to open up the casket. When he opens it up, guess who's in the casket? Danhausen. Sting. Oh, that's cool too. But Danhausen would have rules. No, that's too. This is too gory for Danhausen. So, uh, so he gets he comes up. Oh, I think I saw a picture of, of this. Didn't Sting have like crazy makeup on one of his eyes because he got misted or something in the yeah. past? Yeah. yeah. So he comes up. Dude sits there and looks at him. Looks, watches him take forever to get out of the casket. Because <laughs> he's in shock. Huh? He's in shock that Sting was in the casket. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess. <laughs> so, so he beats him up. Um, he slides in, throws the bat over to the leader guy's name. I can't, I can't even think of names tonight. Malachi Black. So I guess as a come on, let's continue this fight since you blinded me thing, I guess. Yeah. So he throws in the bat. He don't use the bat. He walks out of the ring. Uh, So trying to remember this. This was awesome. It was a lot to digest. Um, Oh, man. If they turn Sting heel and he comes back as Joker Sting. (laughs) So they, um, so he walks, so dude walks out. Here comes Sting after him. Well, this time I think 
something, I can't remember what all happened, but somehow Darby grabbed uh, Brody King's big chain he carries, and Brody King had him, and he, he hits him a couple times with it, then grabs it and starts choking him with it over the ropes, and he's choking him and choking him, and then, I can't remember, he let go and hit the ropes and knocked shoulder tackle or something, but he did something where he knocked him off the apron, and hit the ground, fell into the coffin, and the momentum from him going in the coffin, the lid fell on it. And it that was the finish. That was like and, a, a kind of slick finish. Yeah, it was definitely was. And um, um, gosh, come on. Darby Allen's sitting on the ground selling. He's no, I don't think he, I don't even know if he even got up. I can't remember. And then they, let's see, I don't know if this is then or after. Somewhere there was a backstage um, Bucks handheld gimmick. Um, I don't know if it was then or not, but anyway, um, they're going to the back. You know, they, they take the camera with the Brandon guy takes the camera. They go back in. They go into Dark Order, Paige's dressing room, and they start talking back and forth. And they ask Paige to be their partner in, in the in the tr- in for the trios tournament. And he said, No, he's not. He's not going to, and this and that, and so the Bucks got their feelings hurt, and so they understood, and they walked off, and so that was that. Next match was that seems like the uh, the setup for the return of Kenny Omega to me. Yeah, so I'm thinking too. Oh, next match I have so, listed as Andrade El Idolo and Roosh defeat the Lucha Brothers. Yes, that seems um, like it could be an awesome tag match for that style. Yeah, absolutely for that style. Yeah, for that style, it was lights out. You know, if that's your if that's your style, you know, just three moves, stop sell, take back over three, just three moves back forth, three moves back forth. You know, for that, you know, it was good. Um, The finish was really good. Um, They took they've been taking off Penta and um, what's his man? I'm I'm, I can't think of names tonight. What's his partner? Phoenix. Their last month or so, they've been taking their mask off and leaving them. The finish you went into the finish was good. I like it. They took Penta, tied his mask up into the ropes. Oh wow! Okay. So, so they start double teaming Phoenix. The only way he could get out, well, they not they took out the manager guy, uh, took him down, so he couldn't come over to unhook him. So the only way to get out to help Phoenix was to take the mask off. And eventually took it off and went over and tried to save him. And dude got back up and threw the manager threw the extra mask in. They intercepted it. And I think it was one of them, the Roosh or uh, Andrade. Andrade <laughs> threw it out in the crowd. And the crowd was chanting, throw it back, throw it back. And they, they, so he was covering up. He had no mask on. The other, I said the manager, he was, he was down. They intercepted the, the the spare mask, so then they did the finish on Phoenix, I think, for one, two, three. But it was it was it's like they did another mask. It's like how are they going? They used the mask again. They did it. They did it totally. You know what I'm saying? They tied his mask up in the. You know, he's got those big long things hanging off the back. They tied yeah. it up. So I mean, that was really good. I liked it. So it how, how what's the crowd reaction? Because like. You know, in WCW, when they do stuff with the Luchador's mask, the crowd's like, meh. But if you do that same thing in AAA or CMLL, oh, my God. Well, you know, that was 97. 
98, 99 times have changed. Everybody knows the gimmick. Yeah. You know, so, you know, so it's, it's different. Everybody, you know, you know, it was crazy. They were saying, throw it back, throw it back. It was funny. Yeah. So the crowds uh, reacted yeah, I, to it though. So they, they did. Yeah. 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 Cause, Cause they threw the, like I said, he cut, he cut the extra, the extra mask off when they threw it in, he intercepted it to get, throw it out in the crowd. You know, they were yelling to throw it, throw it back. And so you put it on. Yeah. So that's awesome. I'm glad stuff like that's getting over. Um, this one I, I'm sure wasn't long just because of the name mentioned. Luchasaurus and Anthony Henry. Uh, twenty seconds maybe. Right, and, and that's nothing against Anthony Henry. He's a ex- very excellent worker. They just don't seem to have him positioned in a. a well, spot. they don't. There's no. There's no. There's no place for him. They got so many guys. You know. Yeah. So, um, it's like a twenty second match. Uh, is is Luchasaurus still a heel? No, he's back. He's with Jungle Boy. That was like a week. We still what happened? With, huh? That was like a week. What happened? Oh, I guess. Uh, yeah. I guess that was one of the weeks we were off. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we missed a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Jungle Bull came back and chased Christian off. And the next week he comes running down the ramp after Christian. And he tells Luchasaurus to get him. He's, he's Luchasaurus is like standing right there in the entrance right by the ring and he's sitting there and he looks at jungle boy and he just steps aside and pipe people pop and he slid in and started beating up Christian and chased him off. And, um, he, the next week or might be the same week or next week, might be the same way he cut a promo <laughs> on Christian. Oh my gosh. It was funny. Tony's head. He had a little penis and his wife left him and okay. It was funny. <laughs> it was really good. Wow. I, I don't know who wrote it. But it was, yeah, it was, yeah, because he'd been doing the stuff talking about his dead dad and all that last yeah. few weeks. So it was good. It was, yeah, and he did the old, because the one before Christian talking about his de- dead dad and talked to his mom, said, Call me, you know, to Jungle Boy's mom. So he's talking about Christian's wife. So she left you. Hey, he goes, Call me. <laughs> so yeah, it was, it's, you know, and they played it up where um, he beats him like 20 seconds this week. Uh, he goes down there. He's, Christian on the, the screen, he's, you know, talking and everything, and Jungle Boy takes off running to the back. He comes running, and they sh- he dives into the camera. He sees the camera, anyways, and the security grabs him, cuts him off. Here comes Luchasaurus, starts just drilling security, and then uh, what's the red-headed dude? Pete Buck, come from New York. Works Pat there Buck. now. Is that his name? Pat, Pat. Buck. Oh, that's close. That was close. Pete Pat, you know. Peter R. Miller. <laughs> so he tries to he tries to break it up and Luchasaurus headbutts him and like, oh no, no, don't do that. You know, the whole thing. So I guess they're gonna I guess Chris is gonna make sure he gets suspended for that. <coughs> Excuse me. So um that was a little little something there. So like I said, it wasn't long. Looks like next is uh, the newly baby faced Ricky Starks defeating Aaron Solo. Um, wasn't long at all. Maybe two minutes. The same like. Seems like they're finally kind of giving giving Starks another Shevsky. Yeah, they're but um they beforehand this is like last week I think it was or maybe even on the Friday show. Uh, Starks, the factory offered Starks a spot and he's like, you know, blew him off. He said we can protect you from Hobbs. And he just blew him off. So this week, the factory's like, 
they go to Hobbs is like, well, we can take care of him. Hobbs is like, like looking at y'all like whatever, you know. And uh, so they go and do the the match. It's it's not long at all. Sarsh goes over. When he goes over, um, the big guy in the factory, the big caveman looking dude. Yeah. They changed his Yeah, changed his gimmick. He's like a Italian meatball now. Huh. So yeah. So he hits the ring, Stark slides out, and they cut to the back. Uh, uh, Hobbs grabs the TV and throws it down, busts it. So, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they're going with all that. But anyway. So is Hobbs still with Team Taz? No, there's no Team Taz at all. So it's just Hook now? It's, well, he, there's no Taz, Team Taz at all. Well, I, what I'm saying, but so Hook's just his own, his own deal. He's the FTW yeah, champion. He, if Taz manages anybody, it's going to be Hook. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Next match I show is uh, for the TBS Championship, Jade Cargill and Madison Rain. Uh, I did see where she got hired on, I believe, to be a women's producer or something. That effect for women's coach. Yeah. She's a coach, and now they're using her as talent, too. Match was good. Um, man. Cargo gets lost so much in, in matches. She got hurt. I think she got hurt because she, one part, part she lost his last year's Easter egg, man. And I think she was hurt. I think she got hurt. And when that happened, she just basically shut down. And uh, the other girl got her through, through the rest of the match to the finish. Uh, it was good for what it was. Um, and Madison Rain, KG vet, been around a long time. No, yeah, she. You can tell she carried her, especially when she, like I said, I, I'm pretty sure she got hurt and basically shut down and was in shutdown mode. And you could tell she carried her through the rest of the match. To and then after it was over, they had a little afterbirth with um, what's her name? It used to be Amber Moon. Oh, uh, uh, Athena. Athena, yeah. They did a little thing with her. She comes in, she powders out, and she's usually she's all mouth. She hardly and she's powdering up ramp, ain't saying a word. And then finally at the very she says something and walks. I'm like, she's hurt. She got hurt somehow. And she got hurt somewhere during that match. And yeah, it's probably the first time she ever got hurt in a match. Yeah, so, and, and she just didn't know what to do. Well, just froze up and freaked out. And like I said, but the girl, Rain Masterman, she was a vet and carried her through the rest of it. Yeah. Uh, and then it looks like main event for the AEW World Championship. John Moxley defeats Chris Jericho. Uh, I saw some pictures from this. Uh, Jericho did some retro, did a retro look, little little Lionheart yeah, action. Yeah, yeah Lionheart. Yeah, that yeah, was the whole gimmick the week before. They they said he's bringing out the Lionheart, the last the the dungeon's last last person to survive the dungeon, whatever. Blah blah. You know, so he's bringing out the even Lionheart. though he never set foot in a dungeon, but <laughs> anyway, well. Some people were still toe boots in, <laughs> in Vietnam, yeah. In Vietnam, but you know, that's um, beside the point. Oh, what a so it how, went how, forever. How match, did it? Okay, it went forever. And oh, there was just too much blood. That first match had so much blood. He ripped out, so he ripped out dude's earring. Jericho was ripped up his Moxley's earring. It bled from here, but I think he might have gigged a little bit on his ear. He gigged his forehead, and it bled more than his ear did. So that looked a little weird. Well, your ear actually, um, does, your ear is mostly cartilage, so it actually doesn't bleed that much. I know, but he gigged his forehead. It's like, why are you bleeding from your forehead? 
they were, I guess they were saying it was rolling down. Oh, gotcha. And then, and then there was no blood on his ear. It stopped bleeding, but it was still bleeding on his head. <laughs> then Jericho got it. Oh, my gosh. He got a gusher. Just too much blood in one show, dude. Right. Just first match, last match. That's just too much blood when you got people hitting gushers, you know? And, yeah, so, I mean, it was okay. It was, you know, uh, they had run, some run-ins. Jericho tapped out. I mean, it was good. They, I, they I was, was wondering done. what they were going to do because they just put Jericho over uh, – who Jericho just go over? Was it Danielson? No, it was the other – Yuda, Yuda. Yeah, yeah. But it was, um, you know, it, it was good because they were they, – they kept trying to get, you know – he had him in the uh, walls forever, and then he got out. Then a little later, he put him into the uh, line tamer, and that and and, and let me guess, that got, got a huge reaction. Yeah, he finally got out of that, and then he finally got him into he some kind of choke. I think I can't remember, and he eventually tapped. But it, I mean, it was good back and forth, but it was just too much blood. You know, maybe if yeah. the first match it has so much blood, you know. So. Yeah, it feels like AEW will give you too much of a good thing. Yeah, too much blood, way too much blood. So, I mean, overall, it was a good show. You know, wasn't wasn't bad. So, oh, oh, I forgot they had all these run-ins. So, Sammy ran in through the bat. Um, Moxie took the back shot, kicked out. Here come the Blackpool Shooter Club, whatever they're called, and uh, they come down. They've and then. Finally, the Jericho people come out. They were all in there, and all of a sudden, Punk's music hits. Place goes bananas. Oh, yeah. Punk comes out, clears house. It's just Moxley and Punk in the ring. So Moxley finally gets up. Punk's sitting there. Moxley's holding the belt. Moxley looks at him, flips him off in his face, and walks out. Oh, yeah, because Moxley's the quote-unquote interim champion. Yeah. So he leaves, and Punk... They're going nuts for punk music still playing and everything. That's how it went off. I didn't know he was ready to come back yet. I wonder if he's not quite yet, but they're gonna do weeks now, of promos. Build it up. Yeah, build it up. That's what I'm thinking. So he must be close, close to coming back. And they're yeah. they're gonna yeah, they're gonna build it up. Probably for their next whatever their next pay per view is. So well, like I said it was yeah, he got a big pop. It was, like I said it was good. Good show. Just too much blood. Way too much blood. But so you know. <laughs> All right. Well, that's been my favorite, uh, my favorite segment. Quickly becoming quickly became my favorite segment. Quentin reviews AEW, um, <laughs> but that left us with uh, not much time. So I think we need to need to plug a few people. Out of here. Yeah. But, um, go visit our friend Brian Turner over at Brian Turner's VHS Rehab. He's putting up new stuff all the time. Multiple posts a day. I don't know where he finds the time. But all he even had one of my matches on there this week. Oh, I didn't. I, so I haven't been keeping up. Which one was on there? Me and Barney Brown worked Wild Boys. National I did, I, I did see that posted. I haven't watched it yet. 94, that falls within our review. I've already watched it. My back bumps were horrible. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I did throw a good-looking drop kick in the match, though. Hey, you're the guy who taught me. <laughs> All right. Uh, go like and subscribe to our channel. People we use. Yeah, Arthur Psycho this week. Yeah, got a new one. So, anything else? Uh, storefrontier.com slash Plunky's Gimmick Table. Uh, hit that up if you want a shirt. That's about it. All right. If you're done, I'm done. Stick a fork in her. She's done. For Jeremiah Plunkett.
Quentin Charisma. Hey, that's me. Thanks for listening, and God bless. Bye-bye, everybody.